Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head in the lounge, we close the door, and we air our grievances with the world. And there's no such thing in the lounge as as a grievance that is too large or too small or too frivolous or too fancy. You can complain about anything you'd like because you know what? The lounge door is closed, the piano's playing, and no one is here to judge you. We're here to agree with you. We're here to find other reasons for you to be upset about the thing you're already upset about. That's the beauty of the lounge is that we come here for commiseration to feel like we aren't bad people. And that is a great, great thing. And I and listen, I want to thank you guys. Thank you for becoming such, you know, we started this with a hope and a dream. The hope was to be able to complain about anything we'd like in a place that we could be accepted for our complaints and beloved for our complaints. And we have found that. I'm on the road every weekend, and I have people come up to me and they go, and it's and it really means a lot to me because, you know, maybe you were a fan of J Train, maybe you were a fan of the advice, and this was kind of a chance I took. I said, I'm gonna take one day a week and we're gonna head in the lounge. And you guys, I hear from you. You're like, I love the lounge. Love the lounge. I go, I love going in the lounge. It's so comfy. It's so great. It's so nice to be heard. It's so nice to be hugged by your words of encouragement to complain more. And let, let me just tell you. The complaints are getting better. They're getting deeper. They're getting more thorough. And I love that. And let let me explain the rules to the lounge. You can complain about anything you'd like, but you got to send it in to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's the email. Yep. jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. And then right next to Luxury Lounge, I want you to write what we're talking about. So like I'm looking at one right now. Luxury Lounge dot dot preemptive Venmo payments. Good. Love it. Perfect. Here's the other thing that we asked for in the lounge. And, you know, this is me. I'm I'm creating more work because it's something else to think about, but it's less work. Take your finger, take your pointer finger and your thumb and make as big a, 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 a box corner as you can. That's how big the email should be. If you've gone beyond that that shape you've gone too long and i get it i'm letting you i'm giving you the mic i'm letting you come on stage some of you don't have a real opportunity like you do in the lounge to go on stage and just talk but here's what i'm telling you self edit we have to get the goods we want to be able to have a good show so it's up to you people so and i can't read an email it's too long so jtrainpodcast@gmail.com luxury lounge dash baratara whatever you're talking about keep it at that length of that thumb and pointer finger take it do it right now I know it looks weird. You're walking on the street. You're driving. Take your right hand. Put it in the sky. And I hope I'm explaining it right. I think my guest, he's looking at me. Yeah, I think he, I'm explaining this correct. I think so. So you're, you're pointing a finger and make two corners of a box, and that's how big it should be. So um, and in addition, if you enjoy the Luxury Lounge, we do a Patreon version where everyone's complaint gets read. And I don't have that box thing that I just gave you as a... As a, as a rule. So you can uh, sign up at patreon.com slash Jared Freed. It's five bucks a month. You get three extra podcasts a week. Um, if you're listening now, this is the Thursday. This is two Thursdays after my birthday. I did a big birthday episode. Also, I did a Super Bowl review. Coffee with J Trans, my other podcast there. I did a Super Bowl review. I went over all the commercials and the halftime. So patreon.com slash Jared Freed to sign up. It is a uh, fantastic platform that I really enjoy. And I got live shows, people. If you're listening right now, San Francisco, Pittsburgh, Omaha, Salt Lake City, Kansas City, Denver, Columbus, Newark, Nashville, Dayton, Albany, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com to get the tickets and bring your friends, bring the crew. 
I'm, I'm coming in hot, okay? I Listen, they might not be part of the luxury lounge, but they'll be part of the live show. So, jaredfrew.com. Get those tickets. I'm very excited about today's guest. Um, first time in the lounge, first time on the podcast. Um, hilarious comic. He has a new comedy special. It is on the Comedy Central YouTube page, and you can literally watch it right now. Hilarious comic, Ian Lara. Thank you for coming on. What up, Jared? Thank you for having me, man. It's great to have you here in the lounge. How are you? Uh, congratulations on the special. I loved. I saw your billboard in Times Square. Like, I, I, uh, how was, how did that feel? I was like, it, it was. Thank you, first of all. It was exciting because I was like, if I was still doing the 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 dating apps, I was like, this is this is perfect. <laughs> this is the, this is the perfect dating app photo. Are you in a relationship? No, no, I'm not. I'm single. But, you know, you can't just do dating. You know, you kind of got to take a break. Like, yeah, listen, I, feel yeah, like- I, I know that. Believe me, I, I'm, I'm in that zone right now where I've, del- you know, deleting the apps is like it's almost when you delete them, it's almost a you, you it's it's a powerful moment because you're like, no, I don't need these. I'm, right. I'm. I'm a good looking dude. I can talk to women in public. And then like you go to like a bar and you just stare at a woman for like 18 minutes and you're like, I need the app right now. I'm horrible right. at this. Yeah, it, it, right. it is a powerful moment that leads to a very non-powerful moment. But I, I, I hear you. Yes. It'd be again. But the, the the billboard in Times Square. I mean, like, who is this guy? You know? Right, right. It, I'm in I'm in the transitional phase where mm. I'm I'm there where I'm like I can meet people. I'm doing shows. I meet people in person. <laughs> um, once that goes away, that's definitely going to be the, the the cover photo. I think I don't even need a, a, a bio with that. You know how your page is like interesting. You don't even need a bio. Well, it's also it's also I don't need to explain stand up as much. That's the thing. I I, right. I steer I used to steer away from putting up the me on stage picture because then you see someone who you know doesn't do stand up with the me on stage picture and you go exactly oh you've you've brought down the you know the currency here you've you've it's inflation you know the my dollar is exactly. worth, worth less exactly and comedy is a funny thing where like they don't know where you are like no everyone just says they're a comedian i've been saying i was a comedian since i first did one open mic 10 yes. years ago <laughs> so there's no like yeah, the, the the billboard takes you away from that open mic, but also even then they go, "Is that your full time job?" It's like I'm on a billboard in Times Square. <laughs> right, Are you fucking right. kidding me? Is this my full time job? <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. I I got dude. I got that last week. I got that. <laughs> That's crazy. I, I, but the special's great. Everyone needs to go watch it. Um, it's called Growing Shame. What's the reason for the title? You know, there's usually um, a reason, and also it's on Comedy Central's YouTube page. So what we want you to do is a couple of things. First, go follow Ian Lara uh, at Ian Lara Live on Instagram. That's where you know that he's got the links there to take you to the YouTube. If you're having trouble finding it, at Ian Lara Live, it'll be all over my Instagram. Also, um, go to the Comedy Central site. Write something nice because we're in YouTube land with comments. Have you? Oh boy. How are the comments? How how, they took away the dislike button, so that's nice. Um, That's a that's a that's a win in itself. How are you feeling being in YouTube land, which is different than, you know, again, this is a huge opportunity because it is through Comedy Central, which is amazing. There's that professionalism to it, but you're still on the, you know, you you still got to deal with, you know, Johnny sixty nine (laughs) crossbones right right right. I mean, you're a comic, so you know. I feel like YouTube. You know, when you're doing a show and you're like everything is going well, you're cooking, mm. you feel like I got this crowd, and then there's one person in the audience where you're like, 
what's wrong? Like, why can't I? Why <laughs> yes. can't I get to you? YouTube gives that person a voice and a platform. Like, I know it, it lets and, that person <laughs> speak now. So you get a ton of good comments, and then you, you focus on the one negative one. Like, what's this person's problem? And and you know what? It's funny you say it gives them a voice because the voice is too loud. You know, like at least when it's at a show, I can look at the person who's Mr. Miserable in the front and go, hey, the everyone's voted with their laughs. Everyone right. is laughing. But you're right. You're wrong. What? Yeah. You are not subjectively wrong. You're objectively wrong. You, you right. are. Everyone has voted against you. Did you get in a fight in the car? I need to know what else happened in your life to make you this way. Right. Right. And, and YouTube. You can't. Well, you can do that, but that gives them what they want. So you yes. can't. And you have to just let let them sink in their own. Like <laughs> sometimes I comment. Sometimes I have commented where I'm like, because people say I'm like, dude, what, what's going? Like whatever you're going through, man. I hope I hope this works out. I hope it. That, I hope things get better for you. That's the only way to go. Like TikTok, I've noticed is the most hypersensitive. TikTok has the funniest commenters, but it also has the most hypersensitive commenters that like don't want they're they're angry like it feels like they just opened up the app angrily and Does it? The, is it like that? oh yeah tiktok is like and i only noticed it recently because i'm trying to figure out how to make these videos for luxury lounge and the dating podcast and j train pop off on there because i think there's a real opportunity to find new listeners through there and one of the dating advice videos got the most i've ever gotten and you get a lot of men getting angry at their at the at, at men don't like hearing dating advice like because a lot no. of it because a lot of it lands in hearing hard truths and we talk about it on the on J train but like you know if you take any empathy like the, the the email I'm talking about is like a woman wanted to be asked out and then like all these angry dudes were like well she can ask him out don't you and right. you're like well, right right no right. if it, it, just like it yeah. feels good when a woman laughs at your joke it feels good to get asked on a date you know like yeah. you know there are these things that yeah. we can't you yeah. know that we we that are hypocritical and unexplainable but right at the same time you know uh, asking a woman out it, it's good it feels good they feel good it, it, it and and Maybe for a couple, it doesn't feel good, but this is the land we, uh, you know, this is, it's like telling someone not to salivate when they smell a steak and you right. see that. And it's like, what I've written back to these guys is like, Hey, I'm really sorry for whatever you're going through. Right. And that's the right. only thing you can write. Cause it, you're just saying, this is the most self-conscious way to, to attack someone. You, you are so self-conscious that you're playing it out in real time in these comments. Right. And that's like, a lot of my material is like, dating stuff too like it's like yeah. a lot of stuff about dating so a lot of like relating it's con like it, you have to date women to mm. understand like you have to <laughs> speak to women to understand a lot of the stuff i'm saying so you know youtube is is filled in the realm of, of guys who generally don't and you can tell in the comments because right. they'll comment to the they'll comment to the thing like what women need to be able to do this and i'm like oh this is for people who who date women and like 
and you speak don't. to them. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. You, right. you, you have never. Yeah, th- that is very true. It's like you're going to the Dungeons and Dragons convention, being like, "So right, dating's right. hard, right?" And they're like, "Everything is hard." I've never spoken to a woman. And you're like, "Oh, we're talking to the wrong right. group." So that's right. why we need people from this podcast. Everyone, right yes. now, if you're listening, go to Comedy Central's YouTube. Ian Lara. It's called Growing Shame. I mean, that's got to be on the topic. Growing Shame. What, what, yeah. Where does the name come from? The name I, I didn't know. I didn't know Comedy Central was letting us name it. And one day they just emailed like, "Hey, what do you want to name it? We need to know by like two p.m." So mm. I was like, I, I had no idea. And then I was going through like I, I had some stored some names in my thing just because I thought it was clever. And it was just a play on uh, growing pain because I'm like at the time when I filmed it, I was thirty and I was talking a lot about being thirty and da- and like still single and dating and stuff. So I just was like growing shame instead of growing pain. I thought it was clever. Love it. So everyone go watch. Go, go, go. Growing Shame. It's on the Comedy Central YouTube page. Go follow Ian Lara. He's hilarious. You're going to love the special. At Ian Lara Live. It's going to be all over my socials. Okay. Are you ready to complain in the lounge with me, Ian? Oh, uh, For sure. Okay. Um, I'm going to start. I'll, I'll do my complaint first, and then we'll do yours. Okay. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay. So I go to this coffee shop near me to eat breakfast, okay? I was there on President's Day, so it was very busy. And they have outdoor seating, and I go to get, like, this egg. It was my. It was also my birthday, so... I'm there on my birthday. I'm going to get this egg white scramble that I get. But as a special treat to myself, because it's Monday, I'm going to do the egg white scramble on a everything bagel. So I'm like, so what you do is you go in, you order, and then they go, go outside. We'll bring it out to you. Mm-hmm. So I go outside. All of the chairs that are outside, all the tables are full. All of a sudden, I'm walking out as one of the tables are like getting up to go. So I go and do the... I present myself, you know, like when you see a table opening up, you walk up to it and just, I am now establishing this shall be the transfer of table shall begin. Yes. As I do this, a woman who young woman, I would say she may have been in high school sprints up to me. We have been waiting. We have been waiting forever over there. We have been waiting forever. And I, and like, literally jumped up to me shocked me i i was like what you know like if if the roles were reversed and i ran up to her in the way she ran up to me i would be an aggressor okay yeah, sexual assault yeah i mean i wouldn't go that far i mean i mean i would say <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm in the land of i could be accused of being <laughs> aggressive towards a woman I hear you. yeah so i literally shudder and she goes we 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 and it's like you weren't waiting this is open there's no line there's no and and she goes and I go, all right, and I back away, and then they go sit down, and she doesn't even apologize. It wasn't an ask, hey. You know, to, and it was a very young person's version of fair versus unfair, 
We have waited over there. They were sitting. They were all the way off to the corner. I have no – there's no line here. There's, right. This is uh, this is Thunderdome. We're all going to take the chairs as they come. And she sits down, and I hear her say to her friend, oh, my aggressive New Yorker came out. And it's like, no, 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 no. I was very nice to you and let you take a chair that really wasn't yours. You live in the land, and this is a very young person's viewpoint on life. Because I waited, I should get. Because I've been here longer, I no, no, no. You fucking missed out. Sometimes life isn't fair. Sometimes someone shows up right as you're about to, right as the table's freeing up, and you lose out. And that's how the fucking world works. What bothers me is this, like, you know, she and and if she knew that, she would know how nice of a thing I did by not arguing with her and going fuck off. Because my aggressive New Yorker could have came out, and I didn't do that. And in that scenario, all I'm looking for is someone to go, "Hey, I'm really sorry. We have been sitting over here, and we have our food already, and we want to sit and eat. And I maybe you know you can sit with us, like negotiate with me." In their life, it's it's I have waited. So I should get, and it's like, no, young woman, you're going to find out the hard way. That ain't how it works. It doesn't matter how long you've been waiting. Someone else is going to cut in front of you in line and get more, and that's just because life fucking sucks sometimes. Don't you think, Ian? Right, right. I mean, I, I, I think you, 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 you kind of showed her that maybe it is how it works because she got the table, right? Well, this is fair, but uh, that's what annoyed me the most was no acknowledgement yeah. That I didn't argue with her. Because what am I going to... Because at that point it becomes... And I say, I don't... Like, if I had looked at her and gone, I don't give a fuck. To like, a, I think she might have been in high school. Like, I, I, like I, I honestly do. Like, what am I fighting for at that point? And I, right. you know, I went... I, to me, what I did is I gave her the weird, like, you're out of your mind look. Like, you have to yeah. feel this. And that's probably why she went on to say, oh, my inner New York... Like, to, like, explain to herself and try and apologize to herself for why she acted like a kind of a dick. But I'm She saying, was by herself? She was with her friend. Oh, okay. So, but it really is, what I'm looking for is an acknowledgement that I was, did a, I did you a nice deed by not having yeah. this argument. And this idea that, oh, be, and I hate this like self proclamation. Oh, look at me. I'm, I'm Miss New Yorker now. No, <laughs> yeah. I seated you the table because yeah. I didn't bring out my New Yorker, my pain in the ass self. So that's my right. complaint. Right. No, yeah. Don't you hate it when you run into things where you're like, I wish I cared more about this to like make it a thing, but I then, don't. So it seems I, like you're winning. I cared more about the acknowledgement that I did a nice thing than I did about getting the thing. And, right. And, and you're right, because what I ended up having was I went and sat in the steps. Then my food came out. As my food came out, another table opened up, which right. that's how it works. That's how the world works. I'm not looking to fight with her. What bothered me is this that like she thinks that she has this New Yorker superpower. And it's like, no, you don't. You're going to find right. out at some point someone from Atlanta is going to go, get the fuck out of the way. Fuck off. And you're going to go, whoa, yeah. what happened to my New York sensibility? It didn't exist. Yeah. It didn't yeah. fucking exist. Yeah. yeah. It's funny because I feel like I've seen those. I've seen both sides play out like in public, mm. like maybe not that specific situation, but I've seen like somebody be cool and be like all right man whatever like i don't have the time and then i've also seen people be like get the fuck out of here i will yeah. murder you for this table like i've seen them both play out well that that i guess that's my biggest what annoys me the most is this person felt no fear like yeah she's a high school yeah life has and, uh, 
Yeah, you know. she felt no. She as if I'd go. Oh, you were waiting forever. Of course. Yeah. How could I? You know, like you know, no, no. I want you to have a little bit of. Hey, if you don't mind, and it's like yeah. it, it isn't that younger. The world works in black and white when it really doesn't. You know, right. you were now, allowed let me ask you this. under the guise of gray. Yeah, go ahead. Right now, do you think? that maybe because you have such a you have a good demeanor like you look mm. like a safe guy maybe that was her attitude like if you presented with a red bandana and face tattoos will her energy still be the same yeah i think it would have been different i think you're right i i think i look like maybe i was her older brother or you know maybe right. like a dad figure or whatever it is based <laughs> right. on how old <laughs> she may have been and had no fear and that's really what bothers me the most i want some fear some fear should live in and and it, to me because then i heard her talking about auditions and stuff and i'm like now i'm Ugh. listening into their whole conversation i'm going yeah. man the idea that you you are gonna have a brutal awakening to like sure. uh, like if you're talking about auditions there there <laughs> ain't that, no fair uh, there ain't no i was here first when it comes to auditions like get no. out of here no. Ian, let's go to your complaint hit the music it's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Okay, okay. go ahead. Um, this is my complaint. Uh, I, you know, I do, I'm like you, I'm on the road every weekend, mm -hmm. flying, you deal with all these, uh, these uh, airport scenarios. Mm -hmm. And I hate to be the airport guy, but it's I okay. just, I, I, I was on a red eye today. I just got back this morning. Um, this is my complaint. And this is mm -hmm. definitely a luxury complaint. I don't like it when I'm on a flight, right? It's because I fly a lot, sometimes I get upgraded. Mm -hmm. Yesterday, my flight got delayed, so they upgraded me. But okay. they upgraded me to the first seat on the on the plane, which yes. doesn't have a under the seat place for me to put my book bag, whereas my I have my laptop and my mm -hmm. iPad, which I, I use to pretend I'm doing work in the flight. The you first, know. there they, there are upgrades that are not upgrades at all and i totally agree with you yeah this so was and it wasn't a lay down was seat. no this was the upgrade i moved from a window seat on 40 which was mm. the back of it was a big plane i was coming from seattle which is the back of the plane but it mm -hmm. had an under thing the middle seat was empty and it reclined oh, to dude. a fire exit first row where in comfort not first class comfort so it's right after first oh, class. oh the, no no the, no where no. the seat doesn't recline because it's a fire exit there's no undercarriage to put your bag, no. and I have to. Uh, and if and if in case the plane crashes, I now become an employee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this is, this is this is a downgrade. You should completely downgrade. Well, here's the thing. First of all, you know how they have above the uh, the first class and Comfort Plus in the in the um, yes. overhead. It says these are for Comfort Plus. There should yes. be another section open up. These are for front row seats. Because right. because you should get an extra little spot for the backpack that you don't get under the seat in front right. of you. There's the other thing. 
you should get to do one of those tours like you could do at a house, like those like three-dimensional tours of what the seat's going right. to be before you accept right. the upgrade. Because they you sell should... it. They sell it. Like, it's more yes. leg room. You're being, you're, it's right at the but door. They do... I had to put my bag 10 seats back because every no. bin, I w- it was the end of the flight. This I mean, it was like the end of boarding, so you... every bin was full. You should, when they, and the thing is they award the upgrade without any, you can't go back. Once it's been no. awarded, it's over. So no. <clears throat> what happens is they go, you did it, upgrade. And you have this big celebration. You're dancing in the, in the streets. And then all of a sudden you go and look at your phone and it's like, E. And you're like, how did I get <laughs> upgraded to a center seat? Now yeah. Delta yeah. now does, you can opt out of getting the Delta Comfort upgrade if it's to the middle seat. But they don't allow you to do it for that front row seat. Like, there's a lot more parameters than just middle or aisle. It's middle or no seat next to you on the window where I can lie down and put, like, my sweatshirt against the, the wall. You know, there's a specific right. scenario here you were looking into. Right, right, right. Not only that, I have to put my bag now 10 seats back. So when no, the no, plane no. lands, I'm the asshole that's going against the grain. For yes. people getting off the plane. You know, you hate that guy. Hate that guy. I, I, I'm, the, I, I'm the guy coming back. And the guy sitting next to me, as soon as I get to the seat, it's a two-seater. It's a big plane. It's three-row mm. seats. But this one, because there's a five, it's two seats. The guy sitting next to me, as soon as I show up, he's barefoot. He's sitting hey. there hey. barefoot. Yeah, this is, this I, is a disaster. I, I will watch him get up and walk to the bathroom barefoot and on the airplane. So already, if- I'm like... No, the minute your your socks come off on the plane, we're kicking you out. We're treating you with terrorists. As a hostile. Yeah, right, a hostile. Right. You are terrorists. If you right. bring food yeah. that if it th- if you bring food on the plane that could stick to the wall, if you take off your shoes to the sock, yes. if, if if skin is touching the ground of the plane, you should be thrown off. In the same way we throw off the anti-mask people, just get them yeah. off. You you are a terrorist on this flight. One hundred percent. J train podcast at gmail.com J train podcast at gmail.com. We're here with Ian Lara. Go follow Ian at Ian Lara live on Instagram. We're in the lounge. Okay. Title of the luxury lounge. Give us a little taste of what it is. Luxury lounge preemptive Venmo payments. You ready? I've started to notice a trend over the past year or so among my friends. It involves Venmoing too early. Like most decent humans, I'd rather die than ask a waiter or waitress to split the bill on multiple credit cards. Therefore, I'm the one that put my I'm the one putting my card down 98% of the time. Normally, I'm with I'm totally fine with this for a couple of reasons. I love racking up the points in my card. Two, I usually trust the people I'm covering to pay me within a week. Rather than waiting for me to confirm the final total or issue the Venmo request, some people are taking liberties to get a peek at the receipt and Venmoing me what they think they owe right there at the table. Ooh, that ain't good. And no, they're not looking at tax and accounting for the 20 to 25% tip for our lovely waiter or waitress. Not only does this short me, it messes up the split for the rest of the group. I now have to eat what they didn't pay me, so I'm being fair to the rest of the group. I've noticed this happen over the last six separate meals, one repeat offender, the rest being different people. I appreciate the proactivity in sending me the money, though this completely disregards standard restaurant protocol, a.k.a. tax tip, splitting the bill evenly. The gap in what I'm owed isn't something I'll miss, though it's happened multiple times, so I imagine this shit adds up. Why do people do this? Do they think uh, they're doing me a solid, or is this their way of saving 10 to $20 because they know I won't follow up asking for the rest of what they owe signed sick and tired of this shit. What do you think Ian Lara? 
Yeah, listen, I mean, I'm, I feel like I'm at the age where most dinner, like, I don't, we're not splitting, din- like, the check. Like, most dinners, somebody's paying. Like, I feel like every time I go to mm. dinner, some, like, if I go to dinner, I'm not doing big groups anymore. No, yeah, well, <laughs> the groups have been cut down. You know, there, right. there's an age where it's like you and a friend and maybe their wife and they go, we got you this right. time. And then right. and that, then you go, I got you. And then I got it next time. Yes. The, the idea that there are six separate meals where she's dealing with this. She's group. It's a group every time. It's, 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 like every time. it's horrible. And and why are they peaking? Here's the thing. If you're the one putting down the card. It go, you get the receipt. You get to unwind the scroll as if you're King right. Tut and you look it over right. with the bifocals on and you take a look right. and you, you do the math and then you say to everybody and then you announce a number. $30 each. You know, that is your right. responsibility as the payment person. At, at you that point, it. Yeah. the minute someone touches the receipt before me, it's theirs. You do it. Yeah, yeah, that is yours. That That is protocol. Oh, I guess you're paying. That's what I would say. Oh, you're paying? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm right. getting ahead. Well, what, what are we tipping? No, Do you know what we're tipping? Works. That's not no. how it goes. I, I would no. be aggressive on this one. The, the, yeah. And here's, go ahead. <clears throat> no, I was going to say, I totally agree. I, I feel like the person who touches the bill, it's like the person who's sitting on the aisle seat. Like, they control the role. When they get yes. up, now the rest now, of the people can get up. But you don't we, get up. What are you getting up for? I'm still sitting down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the, like, what are you the, touching? The, you're touching... Touching it is ownership of it. And then I would say to them, right. okay, cool. So we're Venmoing you. Right. That's what I would say. Right. And, and I would assume, just do the assume close. Here's the other thing that bothers me with Venmo right now. We are in this weird world. I'm using Zelle, Venmo, a, and then there's Cash App. There's Cash App. And well, some people hit you with PayPal. I'm like, PayPal? What is this? What am I buying a house? I don't, <laughs> it, yeah, yeah. We got to figure this out. We, we, we are in this. Weird zone, and, and it's like, okay, I use Zelle because it's a business expense. I can use it as a business account because it goes to, you know, it goes to my, like, an actual checking. The other yeah. things are attached, like, Venmo's attached to my checking, but not my business checking. So, like, when I go to tip the wait staff at a comedy club, I usually have no cash. So, I'm like, hey, do you have Zelle? And now, when I don't, when they don't have Zelle, I have to go into Venmo, and then Venmo is, like, from my personal account, and I can't write it off, and it becomes a whole thing. So, it's like, right. we have to figure out one place. Like, I, I, we have to stop with PayPal. We have to, Cash App, I... I Every now and again, you hear that, and I'm like, I just will give you cash. Like, I'll, I'll give you, like, I don't know what to do with you. Venmo yeah. is for personal. Zelle, we have to continue to push people towards Zelle in the business sense. Zelle's the say, Zelle's the way to go. That's the way to go. And uh, you have these people that go, and then when when you don't, when they don't have the app, they act like they like don't know anything at all. It's like, how yeah. could you not know this stuff? Those are the worst. You ever met those people that have no no type of nothing. money transferring out? Like, nothing. They're just sitting there with a $5 bill. You're like, D- how do you leave the house on a daily basis? Right. Right. The J Train Podcast is sponsored by Pendulum. 
If you're a listener with type 2 diabetes, Pendulum is here to add another tool to your arsenal. A healthy gut microbiome is key to a healthy lifestyle, and now we're learning about the connection between your gut microbiome health and type 2 diabetes. Pendulum Therapeutics is the first and only biotech company to isolate an important beneficial bacterial strain, Acromancia, and put that strain into a probiotic capsule. Pendulum Glucose Control is the first and only medical probiotic that's designed with clinically shown efficacy to manage A1C and blood glucose levels through the health of your microbiome. Pendulum is formulated and bottled in the U.S. with the highest safety and quality, the highest safety and quality standards, and non-GMO project verified. So, it's all the good stuff. Um, I'm going to tell you right now, if you're dealing with this, this is something to look into. I, I love that they're sponsoring the podcast. I like that this can be an option for you if you're having type 2 diabetes. And you can take care of your long-term health. Get the probiotic rooted in the latest microbiome science from Pendulum. Visit PendulumLife.com. Use code JTRAIN for 20% off your purchase. That's P-E-N-D-U-L-U-M-L-I-F-E.com. Promo code JTRAIN for 20% off. Feel in control of your levels, not the other way around, with Pendulum. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. When you're blazing your path, you want to make sure your shoes are keeping up too. Rothy's shoes are crazy comfortable and machine washable, so your shoes stay fresh no matter what path you're on. I love Rothy's. I have the driver's shoes. I have them. They're in a camo. Cool look. I love them. I get comments on them all the time. They're very, very comfortable. The minute I put them on, there was no break-in period. Take your pick from insanely comfortable flats, sneakers, loafers, ankle boots, and more in men's and women's styles. It's not just shoes. Rothy's also has stylish and washable bags, wallets, and other accessories. The best part, everything Rothy's makes is better for the planet. They've repurposed millions of water bottles into their signature thread, and that, and, and that, I mean, that's amazing. Millions of water bottles into their signature thread that goes into every single one of their products. So you know you can feel good about these things that you're wearing and you're not, you know, you're adding to the the benefit of the planet. Hit your stride with a fresh pair of Rothy's. And they're good looking and they're comfortable. That's what 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 matters more than that? Oh, and you're saving the planet? Look at that. New customers get twenty dollars off your first purchase at Rothy's.com slash JTrain. That's $20 off your first purchase at rothys.com slash JTrain. That's R-O-T-H-Y-S dot com slash JTrain. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. Here with Ian Lara at Ian Lara Live. The special Growing Shame. It's on YouTube right now. You can watch it. Set it up for this weekend. Okay. Luxury Lounge. Misleading shipping notifications. Jared Feather Feather. I'll keep it short. I'm home for maternity leave right now and have a sick baby uh, and have a sick baby, have been engaging in more online shopping than I'd like to admit for fun stuff and necessities for the baby. Something that has been frustrating is that when you place an order a few days later, you get a notification email saying the item is shipped, but upon checking the tracking number, the site says the shipping label has been created. Then the status remains the same for like five business days until it's actually shipped. Don't send me notifications unless the item is actually shipped, please. It's misleading, especially when I'm expecting things to help making being a mom to a sick newborn easier. But to be honest, it's just annoying regardless of what you've ordered. I like that she she's already fully yeah. practicing being her her momisms to get people to move a little quicker with the and with right. a sick baby. But what do you think, Ian? I mean, what are we doing? Five shipping? It's 2022. I need my stuff tomorrow. Like, if, give it to me. Send it tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, if there's a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. Fine. No. Okay. I'll give you a day. I'll give you another Five hour. Days? What are you shipping it from China? Uh, give me my stuff. This is here's the pro, here's who I blame. 
Prime. Amazon Prime has set us yes. up to yes. be monsters. Amazon yep. Prime has, has made us impatient monsters because they you'll get something from them the next day or an hour later and then you day go of, order yeah. a day of and you get you go order a shirt and you're like the minute I order something online, I want it in my hand that minute. Like I'm I'm like, where right. is it? I want to put it on. I'm in that situation right now. I ordered a bunch of stuff over the weekend. I'm excited to like try them on, see what they fit like, put them on. I don't even remember what the fuck I ordered. I've been That's down. I, I, and yeah. I'm checking downstairs at the package guy every five minutes. And every five minutes yeah. I go, I, I say my apartment, the guy goes, no. Nope. And I go, it, it's not like I'm mad at him. And, and, and it's because we have become used to this Amazon thing. And you know, the Amazon thing is, it has its own issues, but it's like, we have been conditioned almost. Yes. Yes. J train yes. podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. How, okay. We'll get into some airline complaints. Kids shouldn't be allowed on airplanes. Just so, that says so, it all. I mean, I agree 100%. I don't even so, need you to read it. <laughs> so kick off the kids, no shoes, maskless, and yeah, can I we mean, just have an airline for like people who just know how to travel, just like the low maintenance people who just do like this is for you. Like, you yeah. know what you're doing. There's not going to be no, 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 no craziness. You couldn't call it low maintenance air because that would, you know, be, no. we would assume that's that, like spirit. No, yeah. no, no, we, 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 yeah, we want But Jared, longtime fan of J Train, you up. I write this while mid flight from Seattle to Washington, D.C. OK, so doing a similar flight to you. Right. Not a short flight. I do not no. enjoy flying. Bad anxiety paired with a fear of heights is me taking meds before I fly so I can put on chill music, settle in, and try to sleep. Right as I'm starting to feel comfortable, I am snapped back to reality by a kid's all-eating Chick-fil-A. And one in particular is sticking his hand in between the seats trying to touch me. Hey, I believe oh. we have two problems here. One, you should not bring hot, smelly foods onto an airplane. Yeah, if it can stick to a wall, it shouldn't be on a plane. That's the rule. Correct. Unless it's being served by the plane itself. <clears throat> Correct. Two, there should be an age restriction for flying or a kid's section. Kid's section, okay. Something Not that bad. ensures I don't have a four-year-old poking my legs while I'm trying to take advantage of the Xanax I've just taken. Thoughts? What do we think? Dude, one time I was on a flight and I was just minding my business sitting you know, in my seat and there was a kid that climbed he was in front of me he climbed mm. under the seat so he was coming through under my seat and grabbing my legs like i look down yeah. and there's like a hand coming up from under the seat grabbing my leg and i'm mm. like this is this is this is ridiculous what's the problem is the parent and then you are kidless so you are assumed to not have any idea Right. What it's like to have a kid. That's the, that's the right. problem we have. It's not even the airplane situation. I was working out outside. There's a field near my house. And I'm working out outside in this field. And this woman has her kid just jumping around me. There's a whole field here. And I'm trying yeah. to do a workout. And <laughs> the, the kid is like right. He's like he's all, like I set my phone up against a lamp pole. And then I like move back and I have the weights in front of me. And this kid is just like on the lamp pole. He's touching that. And the, and the mom is half the on parent. the phone. It's the parent because the mom's on the phone and she's like kind of like pushing the kid away from my stuff. But like, hey, like, yeah, 
you know, like just because I don't know doesn't mean I don't know. Like I would like get the kid in line, pull him yeah. back. Let's get it together. Put him on a leash. And it's, you know, it's this, and we don't feel, we have to do, ah, we have to like laugh yeah, like it's yeah. okay. Cause, cause it's yeah. not our kid and we don't understand, ah, you know, yeah. I'm Jared the clown, you know, fuck <laughs> right, my shit. Right. And it's like, that's right. the problem this person's in. It's like, they should be able to, hey, I would turn back and look at the parent and be like, what's going on here? What's the deal? Yes. So, yes. It's the parent, to. man. I mean, but, but even though I don't have kids, you don't have kids, right? No. It's, it, but, but it's still a type of person. Like the person that's barefoot on the plane, that's the parent that's letting the kid run wild. You yes. know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah, still yeah. a type of person. Well, that was a, someone, a parent was bad in that scenario produced the adult that wears no right. shoes. And yeah, that is, that's the future where it's <laughs> yes. a perpetual, you know, thing. J train podcast right. at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give me a little taste. This one's called Intimate Section at Grocery Stores. Okay. Jared. So I recently had to shop at the grocery store for lube. It's a weird thing to buy at the grocery store. Yeah, order that on Prime. Yeah, that's a Prime item to use with a rectal thermometer for my sick cat. But that's besides oh. the point. Well, I guess that's the whole point. That's not beside the point. You, you have a sick cat and you got to get some lube. It's weird to share the lube with your cat for their rectal. You know, like, like yeah, you're probably going to buy more lube than the cat needs. Of course. Now you have extra lube. And it's like, oh, where'd you get this? Oh, it used to go up my cat's anus. Now I use it for fun. And you know, is it right? Also, I think it's weird to pull out a lube bottle that's like half empty. I've been in that scenario. Where you go, well, who else has been using this? Then, right. And, then, <laughs> right. and then to apologize for that, you have to go, well, it's the cat. And then it's like, now right. it's even weirder. You're like, it's not, you're like the whole half lube, the cat? The whole <laughs> half of the lube? I'm not sure if it's like this everywhere, but where I'm located, all of the intimate section at the grocery store is behind a locked, locked cabinet. Locked and apparently up. only a few select employees have a key to open. I'm taking all I'm talking all condoms, lube, pregnancy tests, plan B, vibrators, etc. are in this lock habit. I don't get that. What are we what are we locking this up for? Who who are we protecting? Yeah, why why is the Tylenol not locked up but the lube is? That right? Like what's a kid going to do with a bunch of lube? He's going to fucking use it on his 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 snow his snowboard and have a great time? Like what is he what do we care? I don't get the locked up lube. I think they think if you're buying lube, I think it's I think they're sex shaming. To be honest, this person I writes, think they I think if you're buying lube, you steal. Well, yeah, they're 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 making an assumption about you. I realize there are right. online stores for these kinds of purchases, but in this this instance, I needed the lube asap. Okay, I asked right. a nearby employee if he could unlock the cabinet, and he said he didn't have a key. Well, now he's got to talk to a bunch of employees. Instructor, now he got to make an announcement employee. over the yeah yeah. Hey, lube aisle five. <laughs> Some lady needs lube on aisle five, yeah. <laughs> For her cat. And then he like yeah. rolls his eyes. After, right. after this happened like five times and I walked around all the gro uh, walked all around the grocery store looking for employees and asking if they could open the sex cabinet for me. Finally, I was able to get it unlocked and get my lube. I'm not sure why this is embarrassing because everyone probably buys these things, but it just is. No, it is. Why do these no, things is. have to be locked up? Are people stealing lube and pregnancy tests? Thanks for letting me complain. Yeah, what a, the, it should be between you and the checkout person and God. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah, like they definitely to go to, 
to go around the store. Hey, do you do you have the lube key? Do you have the lube key? And then you kind of have to go. Yeah. It's for my cat. And then yeah. oh, doth protest too yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And What's no one has the key. And the, the, guy, the first guy probably has the key, but he has to make it a thing. He doesn't know he has the key. He got to call the manager. They got to call somebody at home to ask where the lube yeah. key is. It's too much. I was pleasantly surprised. The last time I was at a locked situation was a CVS, and they had the bell right next to me. That I like. I like. I like the bell like you're on the airplane, and it gets you the, like the, the, yeah. the flight attendant. The bell's good because... The bell, I would imagine, and it, in this scenario, there was a CVS person. That's the bell guy. Yeah. So the bell guy gets rung, and it's like, there it is. One person. You've done it. I can go to self-checkout. I'm done. Yes. The bell guy's good. I was in Walmart one time, and they had the bell situation. Mm. And Walmart, I like Walmart, but like they sell condoms in bulk. Like You could get a good price on a lot. And I had mm. the bell guy come, but he was trying to, it was, he was trying to like upsell me on like a 64-pack. I'm like a 64 pack of condoms. <laughs> what am I well, running Also, with? fucking say less. Say less. I've t- I've decided what I want. I don't want to hear. Right. You know, we got a deal on right. ultra sensitive. Uh, you know, what do you you know? Like they look you up and down. They're like, oh, we got a deal Spermicidal. on the, the mediums. Yeah, they're You're like, yeah, okay, relax. Lube mediums. Yeah. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com here with Ian Ian Lara, Lara. Go, go, go. At Ian Lara Live. Growing Shame. That's on Comedy Central YouTube page right now. Make a date. It's a great special. You're gonna love it. He was in Times Square, people. Big billboard. Fucking awesome. Now this one's called Luxury Lounge. Can I get a little credit? Sounds like a line in a song. Can I get a little credit? Obsessed with the pod. Love you normalizing, complaining, even when, it, even when it could be worse. Here we go. I recently graduated with a master's degree in architecture. And what I feel like most people don't know is that the degree doesn't make me an architect. I didn't know that. It's actually against the code of conduct for anyone who hasn't been properly licensed to call themselves an architect. I have no problem with that, specifically, and understand the reasoning. I didn't know that. In order to become, I mean, we talked about this with, we've been calling ourselves comedians since open mic one. Yeah. That would be nice. I thought about someone, doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Someone could go, I do comedy. And then you go, oh, you become a comedian with proper licensing. You right. know, like that well, would be nice. Yeah. Right, yeah. I went to architecture school. I'm not an architect. Like the differentiation. Right. In order to become properly licensed, you have to complete 3,740 hours of work and log it all in a system to get approved and take six tests all around four hours each and costing around $250 per test. Wow. So, I, I, But again, none of us want to be in a building that was built by someone who has no idea what they're doing. Right. So all necessary. Each test pertains to a specific area of architecture you need to have knowledge in to become, a, become well-rounded. These tests range from business and hiring practices, reading and understanding contracts, and drawing construction details, drawings that show how the pieces of a building come together. Again, no problem with that because I knew what I was getting into when I decided I wanted to become an architect. Here's my problem. These tests are, these tests are fucking hard and exhausting and can take people years to complete all six. 
but I feel like architects get no credit for this. Just the other day, I was making small talk with my hairstylist, and I mentioned the tests in passing, and her response was, oh, yeah, to become a stylist, we have to take a test and get hours in the field, too. <laughs> like, I get you trying to find common ground with me, but please, please stop. That's not the same. And you saying that doesn't make me feel better. Lawyers get credit for taking the bar. Accountants get credit for taking the CPAs. Why can't I get an girl and some recognition for taking my AREs? This is a dumb complaint, but I've been studying hours a day without a day off for the last couple months, and I'm tired. Thanks for letting me air this out. It's a great complaint. Good complaint. Good and, complaint. And I think this is something we can relate to intimately. Because of course. Anyone? You tell somebody you're a comedian, they tell you, everyone told me that I would be the most famous comedian if I decided mm -hmm. I want to do it, but I'd rather be a hairstylist. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> we get in these conversations. Oh, my. Or, uh, and then what else? My my friend's nephew does comedy. Do you know them? No, he and then, yeah. yeah no, no, he no. doesn't. And oh, my <laughs> yeah. friend's son. And my this is, uh, you know, and my hairstylist also does some stuff on the side. You, we get this and... Also, what happens to us as comics is someone could get famous in something totally different than, than stand-up comedy and then just start doing stand-up comedy. If you yeah. get a following, you can sell out a show. No one cares. Yeah. Now you're you can get a, your following literally can be for anything. It has, it's, it, it has nothing to do with it. Has, it doesn't have anything to do with humor. There's a guy that's on the you know real housewives that does stand up oh, really? now <laughs> really he's a comic now okay. now he, yeah. he and it's like have, and people say to me have you seen you know um it's not what is his name joe gorga yeah this guy i'm googling him now and look at here's what happens here's what it does real housewives of new jersey here's the here's the title what it does is it demeans the whole craft. Yeah. So it's Real Housewives of New Jersey. Joe Gorga bombs during stand-up comedy. Wife yanks him off stage. Who's going back to any stand-up show if this is what they think stand-up is? 100%. You know, you're, you're ruining it for people who are trying to work at it. So I mean, I've, I've already accepted we're never going to get respected. Right? No, it's never. Just, it's, it's just what it is. I mean... With architecture, I, I get it because you probably get into that field thinking I'm going to have respect, mm, you know? Mm, yeah, that's We didn't fair. get into that thinking that we were going to be respected. No, no, nobody's respected. Rodney Dangerfield made it very clear. We're going right. to get no respect. Right, and that's it. <laughs> so, but I would say to her, I mean, but the, when when the hairstylist says, oh, I've, we have to do continuing education classes too, which they do and we have to admit, but... When I'm thinking of like when I'm at a, a dinner party and someone says I'm an architect, I go, I don't think, yeah, just like a hairstylist. I would never think that. Right. Right. But yeah. what, what, I mean, if I were this person and then here's the other problem. They nobody knows like everything they explained here. Only listeners of this podcast will ever know. Like, I didn't know they have to do these six extra tests. No. But I'm happy they do. No. I'm happy they do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, J Train podcast. I think we have Go to ahead. we we have to we have to like understand that nobody cares. Yeah, that's about fair. anything. Like that's just what it is. Like no one cares. Yeah, six no tests. One, 
hundred thousand dollars designing buildings and your hairstylist is like yeah i understand me me too i, I deal with the same thing yeah i mean it, it is interesting when people think it, it goes the other way too sometimes people will think you did more work than you actually do like i when i sold life i used to sell life insurance and if you said i do financial planning they go whoa no this is retail baby this isn't yeah. you know anyone can do this you know like and, and right. you know you kind of get embarrassed by the whoa people too like uh, yeah. like i'm sure this person like when someone's i'm an architect they go whoa whoa you must be a genius that's a little too much there's like a yeah you know we're all yeah. kind of looking for this like common ground i think you could talk yourself out of work sometimes trying to like impress like i remember i was meeting with this accountant i needed a new accountant because mm. i was incorporating whatever and then when i met with him he like Try, he told me that like he had his own bank thinking that mm. was gonna like impress me and then i i immediately thought oh this is a scam like what do you have your own <laughs> bank? what the fuck are you talking about yeah j train podcast at gmail.com j train podcast at gmail.com here with ian lara at ian lara live go 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 follow on instagram okay luxury lounge grocery store bagging dilemma J train. Oh, I write to right. I, is, write, I write one. to you. Yeah, this is a good one. I write to you as I walk out of Whole Foods after experiencing the, this dilemma for the umpteenth time. Whenever I bring my own bags instead of using the paper bags, the clerk insists on bagging your own groceries. Then they look at you like you're a nuisance for taking too long as you struggle to scan your prime member code that doesn't work the majority of the time. Cash out and bag your groceries yourself. This happened before COVID too. I'm already paying a premium to shop here. Now I have to do your job. What's a girl to do? What do you think? Yeah. The bag situation. I mean, especially here in New York where bags are literally illegal. It's illegal. You, yeah, you, you have you, to. You'll be arrested. For, for, you have to for pay. Right. And it's only, the, they don't do the plastic. And I understand the environment, but you know, mm. you're out of counter. It's 20 items. And, and they'll look at you like, I don't know. You've got to figure it out. And I'm like, I went to a Best Buy recently. Yeah. I bought an iPad, a $1,200 iPad. Mm. The guy, I, I, I purchased an iPad. The guy hands it to me. He just hands me the box, yeah. the iPad. And I'm like, oh, can I have a bag? He's like, we don't have any bags. It, 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 yeah, it feels like the action never finished. You don't get to put the bow on it. Like right. when I like if you get to the like if you get to the counter somewhere you just want them to put it in a bag to let me know that this is all like when you walk out with the iPad you must feel like am I stealing this right I'm like you think I'm gonna walk through this whole entire Best Buy <laughs> with an iPad in my hand and walk past security holding a, a box of, of an iPad yeah like, no I need I need a bag I had to go next door to Target buy a bag and then come back. You ever watch iPad. you ever watch those videos on TikTok or wherever on Instagram where it's like the satisfying videos? Yes. Like like, like and pimple it's poppers. Like pimple poppers and yes. they, they you know they'll cut through things or they'll smash yes, yes. something. And the whole idea is that it's satisfying. It feels good. Right. When you go to Whole Foods and now you get to the end and you hand them your stuff, it is unsatisfying to then bag your own stuff or get no bag or walk out with everything under your arms and it's like i just want this experience i want to feel like i can check the 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 thing off the page of life and For when sure. this person is now you know bagger vance and they're you know doing the whole foods bagging and like 
it's a whole new thing to put on the list. It's a whole new thing that you have to do. Of course. Also, I'm not properly trained in bagging. No. I, I, I don't know. I don't well, know where these things go. That's what they're doing. They're, it, to me, this comes back to the lawyers. Because what they're saying is, I don't want to get in trouble for ruining your bag. So you take it. You figure out how to put the eggs in. You figure out how to put the the fruit in with the eggs and the meats and the and the meats that could get cross contaminated. No, that's because when I watch the Whole Foods person do it for me, I always take notice to what they do because they've learned out uh, you know over time of with course. their experience of how this. Tetris puzzle gets put together. Right, they do a two week training on that. I, I'm just, I'm just getting here right off the, off the thing. I, I don't know what I'm doing. Well, back to the email about the architect thing. It's respect for having, you know, having knowledge, having, you know, having right. taken, you know, you know, the proper courses. J Train Podcast <laughs> sure. at gmail dot com. J Train Podcast at gmail dot com. Let's do this one. We're here with Ian Lara at Ian Lara live on Instagram. Go follow. Let's do. We're on the subject of jobs. Okay. This one's called luxury lounge job applications. I'm a law student who's currently looking for summer employment. The job scene is competitive, so I've been applying to a lot of positions. Job searching is already time-consuming enough with the individual and personalized cover letters required for each employer. But to make matters worse, I mean, cover letters are like half the reason I got into comedy. Like the idea of writing a cover letter. Like I, yeah. I, I remember like in college like thinking like being like what do i even write what right. what lie do i have to tell like i want this job i have to say i want no i need right. what are we talking about 100% but to make matters worse many of these companies require you to create an account on their website upload your resume oh boy yeah this oh, i mean man. this is why ziprecruiter exists then retype your entire resume in an individual boxes on their site the system tries to autofill from your resume, but it's always wrong. Like putting extracurriculars into the employment category and screwing up the format. Why don't they just have an email dedicated to accepting job applicants? Yeah, why are we making people go to work before they're being paid? And this and is, they want to know. It's like a ten year, like a, a resume filling out those things. That, that's a that's an afternoon. That's not like a like a you could just log in. <coughs> they they. Then you got to, what was I doing in 2013? Where was I working there? People wonder why baby boomers aren't well-liked, and it's stuff like this. And, you know, we all, we're jealous of the baby boomer generation. We're jealous of a generation that was going, you know, like, you'll have someone at that age be like, I just used to go door to door and hand out my resume. And it's like, yeah. if anyone did that today, they'd be considered a fucking crazy person. And yeah, you'll be charged for trespassing. And yes, <laughs> and and you're not allowed up in this building. And here's the yeah. other thing: the 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 separation of owner of company to applicant is farther than it's ever been. Like the idea that you're just putting into a faceless website, you can't. Like again, this goes to my feelings on the metaverse. We are ex- we're we're getting rid of charm. Nobody, no. we hate charm. We want to. We want to make everything robot. Everything's yes. going to be made for the person with no personality who doesn't like talking to people that doesn't want to talk to the person at the front desk. So they've created this system where you upload your facts and we just give it, and then we just hire based on the facts. And you go, you know, 
who's going to ever be excited to go to work ever again in their lives? Like, there's such a thing as company culture that you're trying to create. This is just squeezing out the juice of a whole process to me. Right. And it's going to go to the son of the head at the office anyway. So w- why why are we doing this? Why are we doing this? That's that's the real question. <laughs> JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. JTrainPodcast at gmail.com. Here with Ian Lara. Let's do one more, Ian. You ready? This is a little bit longer, yeah. but I, I loved this scenario. You ready? Is this the deniers? Yes. This is called right. Luxury Lounge. Red Wine Deniers. All right. Okay. I'm going to try and shorten it up as much as possible. There's Mm -hmm. a woman I know, let's call her Jane, and we have some mutual friends, so I've seen her at parties for around 10 years, but we've never hung out one-on-one, and I don't know her well. So they know each other via the the scene, so to speak. We had babies at the same time, decided to get together for a baby play date last spring. During the play date, she mentioned that she was disappointed that she would not be getting out to the Hamptons in the summer because there were no rentals available. Love this is already perfect for the lounge. Totally, totally I, relatable. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> I live full time in the Hamptons, but I had a week long trip planned. So I presented the idea that she should stay at my home while I was away and dog sit for me. I told her it could be a win win. She could spend a week in the Hamptons and I could leave my dog with a friend who also had a dog. Perfect. Where could this go wrong? <clears throat> Leading up to the trip. There were a few red flags. First, she asked me if her extended family could join her at my home. Extended What, cousins? Then she (laughs) asked if she could schedule a photo shoot at my home. She loves doing professional photo shoots of herself. Uh, I don't like that. Now she's trying to, like, that's stolen value. She's going to put your house on OnlyFans? No, 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 no. In the background of every picture I want, not my home. Like, was she right. trying to create this fake Instagram account to let everyone know she's uh, she got a free place? It should say place was free in every caption. Right, right, right. Being that I don't know her well in the first place and it's a new house, I told her I prefer just remain her and her husband, their baby and a dog. That, I think that's reasonable because the house wasn't really set up for a lot of guests. And honestly, the prospect of many people I didn't know was kind of starting to scare me. She seemed OK with that and did not end up bringing others for the week. When I got home from my trip, I was stunned to walk into the room she had stayed in to find a large pinkish red stain on the white carpet. Uh oh. I immediately called a carpet cleaner and texted Jane to ask her if she knew what it was. She denied knowing anything about it. The carpet cleaner said that it was red wine and he knew that was certainty. He also said that he wouldn't be able to, re- to remove it fully due to the fact that someone had already tried very hard to clean it, destroying carpet fibers and applying bleach to my carpet. Oh, we have a. We got a case of the red wine spiller. When I texted Jane, I mean, this guy, this carpet cleaner's like, no, no, no. I can see all the evidence here. There's been some scrubbing done. When I texted Jane that the carpet cleaner had determined it was red wine, she called me on the phone and demanded to speak to the cleaner. Uh, this sounds like a, This sounds like a liar to me. She's trying to set the story straight. I brought the phone over to him, and she asked him in a hostile voice how he knew it was wine. He started explaining that he had been cleaning carpets his whole career, and he knew what red wine on carpet looked like. She then asked him if he had tested the carpet, and he said no. She said then, well, if you haven't tested the carpet, what, what test? What do you want to 
Hey, ma'am, I'll lick it. It's 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 a fucking Malbec. <laughs> you haven't tested the carpet, then you can't say for certain that it was red wine, can you? He responded that, I mean, this woman won't take the loss. He responded that he no. thought it was red wine. I want to note that I knew with 100% certainty that she made the stain or... I wanted. I want to note that I knew with a hundred percent certainty that she had made the stain, or that the stain occurred on her watch, because before she arrived, I actually noticed a small spot on the carpet on the other side of the room for where the red wine stain later happened. I felt bad about giving her the house with the spot, so I decided to remove the stain. When she arrived, I drew her attention to the carpet and apologized that there was one spot that was a bit damp because I wanted it to look perfect for her, so I had just cleaned it. That was approximately 10 minutes before I left the home. Oh, so there's like, there's a backstory here. There's carpet has been spoken of. After she spoke with the carpet cleaner, I felt a little bad for her because she was so clearly distraught about the entire situation. So I tried to assure her by telling her that it really was not a big deal, that I'm sure I've spilled wine or other things plenty of times, and that I truly do not begrudge her for the mistake. I mean, I like that she's like trying to make her feel bad by also saying, I know it was you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. <laughs> I know she it was she then became even more irate, accused me of believing the carpet cleaner over her. Well, I mean, you do. Said that by agreeing it was red wine, I was actually accusing her of being an va- alcoholic because the insinuation was that she drank the wine but did not remember spilling it. Oh, man, she's taking a leap because the, insinua- because the insinuation was that she drank the wine but didn't remember spilling it. She has really taken a leap from, hey, she's I think you down. did it. She's doubling that. You're right. We ended down. the call. So a few days later, around 9 p.m. at night, I got an angry call from her husband. He expressed that he was angry that I would accuse his wife of drinking red wine when she was alone with their baby. Jane had come for a full week, so so she had been alone with the baby until the weekend when her husband later joined her. So now this is, I mean, this is a real mom off. She's now saying, you're accusing me of drinking while taking care of my baby, which is, no, I'm accusing you of spilling. Something happened. I didn't spill right. it. You spilled it. This is the accusation. They've made it into right. a uh, a morality play. Right. Right. He indicated that the stain was there when he arrived, and he had figured it had been there from before Jane arrived. Well, he doesn't know that. I explained to him that no, the carpet was pristine when I gave Jane the room, to which he insisted that whatever the stain was, it was not red wine, and it was not Jane's fault. Maybe so it was both not wine and not her fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what is? How about give up on one? Maybe it's cranberry right. juice. Right. I then asked and what the stain. Yeah. Well, she she writes. I, I I then asked what the stain could be if not red wine. He suggested that my dog got her period, <laughs> or that my house. I mean, that would have been the move. Hey, your dog got your period. That's why there's red red on the floor. Or that my housekeepers before they see it. You're saying. Yeah. Before yeah. Uh, get ahead of it. Yeah. Or that my housekeeper spilled the red gator spilled red Gatorade while cleaning, both of which seem wildly unlikely to me as my dog has never had a period and is spayed, and my housekeeper uh-huh. has never brought any drink in my home before and is very trustworthy. I mean, inventing the red Gatorade thing is just a pull. Uh, in a perfect twist of irony, the thank you gift Jane left for me on my kitchen table was a bottle of red wine. So you know she's in the market. Uh, I mean, right. to me, if I'm the detective... You bought the red wine when you got the gift from me. You opened it up in the room. You spilled it on the floor. You didn't notice it until I noticed it. Take the loss. Right. 
the stain is still visible on my carpet, and at some point I will now need to replace the entire carpet. I feel like I'm talking, taking crazy pills and will never lend my home out again unless I know someone very well. So let's take a look at the text. Here's the text, and I'll yeah. be her. Um, I'll be, You be her, or I'll be Jane. Got it. Uh, all right. He, Jane's the blue, right? Yeah, no, you're. Uh, she's the 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 emailer's yeah. the blue. Yeah, yeah. Am I the emailer? Yeah, you're the emailer. All right. I'm Jay. Hey, I'm uh, the... Any clue what the pink stain on the carpet is? And now we have the picture, which ah, uh, little penisy. Little penisy looks bloody. Could be anything. It could be anything. It does look red wineish to me. It's a big spill. This wasn't. This is a memorable spill so whatever happened yeah. something happened nobody spills that much that is a that is a radius and just right. goes and it looks it looks like it was tried to clean because it's dark some, or some places yes and then jane wrote back hi no i saw that while i was there it was next to where i put my suitcase but i didn't have any liquids in the room did you ever have red wine upstairs by any chance it's not a problem i'm gonna get a carpet I'm going to get a carpet clean. They just usually ask what it is. And then there's no answer. This is how the whole thing started. See, I mean, she, she made the mistake. He should have opened with it was cool. He mm. didn't He didn't mention it was cool at first to kind of disarm her. She had already lied. So at this point, she can't say, oh, yeah, I did spill it. She just said no. Mm. But uh, this is why yeah, you don't you- let people into your home. You don't let people in your home, but and you, you're right. Hi, any clue what the pink stain on the carpet is? I at that point, hey, totally fine with it. Just want to know what right. happened because disarm. I came in. You disarm right. first, but right. at the same time, I mean, this person has gone full denial. I mean, like this is wild. They I mean, she got a husband involved. It's a, it's a. She's not. I mean, they can't speak ever again. Like no, the the idea that a stain. This big happened and no one knows. No, no. one knows. Something Impossible. is wrong. And Impossible. you might say, well, maybe it's the baby. Maybe the baby did something. But when is a baby not being watched? When is a baby not attended for? Yeah. And even if it was the baby, say it was the baby. Say it was the baby. Yeah. yeah. Or, or, get out. or the dog or something. But like. To go full, no, this is in the land of nobody takes the loss. Nobody just right. goes, you know what? We fucked up. Something must have happened. Let us pay for the carpet cleaner and just. Right. If you're staying in the hand, just pay for the man to get his carpet cleaned. I don't you understand. You stayed hey, for I free. Yeah. You stayed for free for a week in the Hamptons. Yes. Hey, this is This is the least you could do is just to get <laughs> right. rid of these people. Also, right. to keep access to the Hampton home, but they've proven themselves to not be very aware. I knew at minute one, the minute someone says to me, hey, can my extended family come for a photo it's shoot so I can same, lie to people to let you know the they're already a liar. The same people that are barefoot on planes, letting their kids run wild. It's all one person. It's all one personality. They're a liar because when you say, can I do a photo shoot from a home that's not mine? You are telling Who's someone, that? I'd like to lie to people. I'd like to tell people on social media that I live a Hamptons life. No, you don't. You don't have any Hamptons house. They were they were too expensive for you. We did you a favor. 
you are a freeloader who also is maybe a lush and can't fucking hold their wine in their cup. Extended family. I mean, this is why you should not, you don't do things for people. This Did is you why. say extended family? Oh, the house isn't available anymore. That's what I was saying. Oh, <laughs> right, sorry. Right, right. right J Train right. podcast. It's funny you should it's, say that. Yeah. The house just booked up. You know, you just reminded me, my cousins are coming that weekend. You're out. <laughs> right, right. J Train podcast at gmail.com. J Train podcast at gmail.com. Ian Lara, thank you so much for coming on. This is fantastic. Jared, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I really appreciate it. This was a lot of fun. When's this coming out? It's coming out um, a week from today. Everyone go follow, okay, or a week from cool. Thursday. Everyone go follow Ian Lara at Ian Lara Live on Instagram. Um, and go yeah. watch the special. It's called Growing Shame. It's on Comedy Central's YouTube page. Make a night of it. Go and go comment right. positively. I'm Jared positively. Freed. Yes. Add, add to the, the, the beautiful discourse, not the angry, horrible one. I'm Jared Freed. <laughs> right. We're every, every Thursday in the lounge. We'll be back next week. Boom.